Well, they needed a jingle for their stupid little show, so they caught up the Jasons and we said, Fuck no. Then they caught us again and they gave us 20 bucks and we wrote them a song that said, You podcast Then they gave us more money and they asked us really nice and we finally gave in and we said, All right, I'll write you a song, but it's gonna be a clone of a screeching weasel song that we heard a while ago. So we wrote them a jingle and it sounded really great. It was the best little jingle that their podcast ever had, but the file got corrupted and the email didn't work. Now they're stuck without a jingle singing, I This episode of Our Brains Hurt is brought to you by Punkbox. Head over to punkboxrocks.com. That's punkboxrox.com and sign up for a monthly punk rock merch subscription service. It's an awesome gift for yourself and an awesome gift for other punk rockers in your lives. Every month, you'll get a surprise box in the mail with random items that you would normally find at a punk rock merch table. That could include stickers, button patches, koozies, CDs, vinyl, uh, shot glasses, all sorts of cool shit delivered to your house once a month that's punkboxrocks.com punkboxrox.com this show is also brought to you by merch slut merch slut has incredible awesome badass band t-shirts that she gets directly from the band or the label these are official t-shirts not knockoffs head over to merchslut.com check those out and check out her awesome array of other rad punk rock merch now let's get to the show what's up ron what's up oz Here's uh, Mr. Alive. Is that a 40, Ron? No, it's seltzer water. Oh, nice. Sort of stream? Yeah, got to be at work at 5.30 in the morning. Ah, fucking, I'm up <laughs> I'm, I'm the only loser in his 40s that still drinks 40s. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you got there? Uh, so this was a gift. It is, uh, it is Hibiki. Satori oh, Hibiki. Dude, that's good shit. Nice. Yeah. Japanese Harmony. Yeah, that's it was good a, shit. It was a gift, and uh, it's actually not bad. No, no, there is a very expensive bottle of that stuff. Um, I I was given a couple shots of it for free at this Japanese restaurant a long I time see. ago that I I ate a, a thing that they nobody else would. Fugu? Was it Fugu? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it was like they were trying to do this like challenge thing. My buddy Ryan worked there, and. They had been trying to, the owners were trying to do this challenge thing and nobody would do it because I guess it was too gnarly for oh, everyone. Not, not for me. And turn Matt alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like, you, do you know what Balut is? I might go, go on. It, it, it's like a hard boiled egg. It, it's a, they do it in the Philippines, but it's got like, but like the, the duck in it nope. is like half like, formed so there's like sometimes maybe you get little feet and a beak in there or something and maybe some feathers but it's like a hard-boiled egg so it was it was essentially like a shot of sake but the version of what balut is to a hard-boiled egg versus a shot of sake there was like a gnarly like kind of like half formed duck embryo in it Along with a bunch of other crap, there it looked like a little terrarium in the shot glass. So, Matt, am I to understand that you basically ate a hard boiled aborted duck? Except it wasn't hard boiled, it was like 
like it was like raw in a shot of sake like yeah they they hadn't they didn't hard boil it it was it was like a half you know formed little fetus <laughs> it might have been a quail i can't no, remember that's the jean-claude van damme of eating weird shit <laughs> yeah so, and actually they they put it down in front of me you know because it was like this big deal because my buddy ryan was like hey the dude i told you about that'll take that shots here <laughs> and and so they put it down in front of me and i was like what that's it <laughs> and they were like what do you mean that's it i was like that that little thing right there that's it i i i down that and i get whatever i want or whatever and they were like well you can have like a pour of this really expensive whiskey and i was like i was like how about this how about i down two of them one right after another and then i get whatever i want here tonight and they were like yeah okay and i was like you just made a big mistake (laughs) (laughs) and they they put the second one down and i was just like all right (laughs) bring on the live razor clams (laughs) i did I did. I ate live razor clams that night. I had sea urchin. Um, and I got like two pours of, it was like a, basically a $50 ounce of really, really good Japanese whiskey. I got two pours for all for free. I didn't pay a nice. fucking cent. Yeah. But, yeah. What's been new with you? You know, everybody, everybody catches up with us on the regular. Yeah. I, uh, I was, it was, a, it was pretty sweet to hear, uh, Will Crisola on the show. I have not, I have not oh, seen yeah. Mr. Pickles, but I'm a huge Adult Swim fan. And oh, you uh, gotta watch it. Well, is it good? Mr. Pickles, it's Mr. Pickles may very well be the most fucked up of all the Adult Swim shows ever. I can't see how anything could be more fucked up than that. <laughs> I told Matt this last, uh, last, this is two weeks ago, Ron, and I have been, uh, I've been, I've been watching and I have been, uh, watching and consuming rubbish, and I have found what I what I believe is one of the worst, uh, the one of the worst investments of four dollars and eighty six cents uh, of an uh, of an audiobook. Matt Matt oh. Matt knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't believe this book was actually written, but it was. It's a, it's a big. It is foot. a bigfoot erotica. It's a cryptorotica. Romance novel. Nice. <laughs> no, I was listening to the Hell yeah. I was listening to Bro Ohio and they, they, they found a Kindle of, of some crypto uh cryptorotica and I was like, huh. Huh. And I kept and I, I looked and you know, in my uh history my ability to find weird shit, I don't have to really look very far. It always finds me. And there's a shitload of it. But <laughs> listen to some of these titles. <laughs> Cryptorotica Adventures Volume 1, Five Stories of Bigfoot, Werewolf, Mothman, and Monster Sex by Dr. Lenore Ronalds. The Doctor. Oh, the Doctor, yes. The Doctor. doctor. Cryptorotica Adventure Number 8, <laughs> the Bigfoot and the Badunkadunk. I guess nice. I guess if you have a pen, I guess if you have a pen name, you can call yourself whatever yeah. you fucking want. <laughs> yeah. I'm, all right. So I write lyrics for music. I'm gonna be now known as Professor Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. <laughs> I think this is my favorite. Captain Cuck, high seas humiliation. Well, let's can we get back to the Bigfoot and the Badunkadunk? Oh yeah. I don't know how you can just gloss <laughs> yeah. over that. Like it's like a Doctor Seuss title or something. Um, You're awesome. What? What? Is, 
Can you can you read me the premise of that book? I please? sure can. <laughs> please, please, and thank you. This, uh, Bigfoot wanders down from the hills of L.A. into Compton. Enter the Badonkadonk. <laughs> does he battle the Badonkadonk, or does he have a Badonkadonk? It's a, it's a twerk well, it looks like he. Uh... <laughs> so, a donk. A donk. Yeah. This this all gives new meaning to my favorite scream queen of all time. It's that that chick from that movie Anchorman, you know? She oh, has yeah. one line in the whole movie. She goes, <laughs> It smells like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is I can't make this shit up. If you go on Amazon, type this in monster booty double feature, the Bigfoot and the Badunk Dunk in attack of the 50-foot dominatrix. Hell yeah. It's only available for $3.99. Same author. Audio. Oh, same, same author. author. That's, That's shocking. a deal. The Bigfoot and the Badunkadon. Carrot Last is the definitive proof that not only Bigfoot exists, but that he's an ass man. Marianne Worth, the world's best and horniest cryptozoologist, someone who studies mystery animals, arrives at a Bigfoot study site and meets young nerd Kevin. Just Kevin. She explains her her plan to lure Bigfoot to study the study site with her large, luscious derriere and recruits fake bottom ladies, Missy and Caress. Caress of Team Twerk to help lure Bigfoot in and share his body. The story of tons of twerking, ass clapping, and hot Bigfoot boning. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> all these years, all these years we've been looking for proof. Turns, out, turns yeah. out, we found him, and he's and he's not too far off from us. Bigfoot's an ass man. Hell yeah. Hot Bigfoot he boning. Is, <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> that's, he is. He truly is the missing link. That's the name of this episode, by the way. Oh, <laughs> hot Bigfoot boning. <laughs> All right, can you? Is there any way to get to a sex scene and to listen to her read about her team of cryptozoologists blowing the Bigfoot? And 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 the on the audiobook I have is just it's just the one chick who's abdu- who's like abducted, not seduced, but abducted. And then is also abducted by the Yeti too. After she uh, she blows him, so she she blows. Wait, yeah, she, she blows the Yeti and then gets abducted by him. She gets abducted by Bigfoot. Okay, and then has to blow him. Yeah, of course, as you normally would. <laughs> then the, the Yeti shows yeah. up. He and Bigfoot <laughs> fight. The Yeti takes the girl oh. out into the mountains, yeah. and then the Yeti boinks her. In graphic hmm. detail. That Bigfoot comes well, and beats the Yeti over the head with a thigh bone of a dead from a dead nearby dead animal, and then Bigfoot takes her home. So it's just her classic love story, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But it ends on a cliffhanger. This is the best part. It ends on a cliffhanger, and the Bigfoot points at her neighbor's house <laughs> as he More. wants to fuck the neighbor, the neighbor lady. <laughs> I, I feel I per- personally I feel bad for the Yeti. I really I feel for this yeah. guy. Yeah, like he, yeah, you know what what happened to the Yeti? Did yeah. Bigfoot kill him, or did he just like did he stomp back off into the? You know, that- definitely don't want Bigfoot sloppy seconds. That's just <laughs> sloppy. Well, that's what happens. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> I don't care if I make money or not. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write cryptozoology porn novels. Hey, somebody's got to write it. That shit's not gonna write itself. <laughs> <laughs> This is my thing. That's the stuff. That's the stuff she feels comfortable enough to put on paper. Imagine the other shits rolling around in that fucking head. 
So maybe maybe Mr. Pickles isn't the most fucked yeah. up thing. After we need to bring all. that. We need to sell this to uh, Adult Swim. <laughs> and first of all, aren't Yeti and Bigfoot the same thing, but just in two different parts of the world? That just blows it for me, man. Like Yeti and Bigfoot, no distinction. I can't. It's too fake for me now. Well, see, it would float. <laughs> I can't take this author you got, seriously. You got, yeah, you got Skunk Ape, you got Sasquatch, you got yeah. Yeti. There's, I think there's more. They too. got, uh, what was it, wild people? You know, like, like people that live out in the woods and shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like the hill, hill, hill people, people, yeah. Well, I guess this is a good segue place to say, since we're talking about uh, Yetis, you know, there's kind of the cult of the, the cult of Bigfoot. Yeah, and then we have the cult, we have the cult of the people that don't don't want to uh, mix the cryptozoology with uh, paranormal or UFOs, and you get the groups that blend all of them together, and then it just well, it's not too big old crock of shit. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and in terms of what 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 the point of tonight's episode was originally supposed to be about, and it's still going to be about, is Oz on cults. Oz on cults. Oz on cults. Yeah, so. <clears throat> I should also um, preface this by saying I am not by any means an expert. Um, I've been in, gr- in grad school for an ungodly amount of time, so I've written written about these subjects, but I do not by any means consider myself an expert in any of them. I just hey, but you know I, I know I know about them. I can kind of identify them because I grew up in a couple of them, and uh, and that's a story for probably later when I've had some more centauri. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but when I, when I wrote, um, the, the paper that I'm going to be like cliff noting is a paper that I wrote, um, using termination theory as the basis of how some of the, the more famous cults, you know, like Jonestown and the Manson family and Heaven's Gate, uh, may have used termination theory to recruit and exploit their followers. And, uh, I know we touched on that in the Halloween episode a little bit. So I'll give you guys like the, the, uh, quick version of that and so it was uh remember it was of terror yeah, management, of terror terror management, management just, just so yeah. you can get, get yes just like a refresher so you guys you guys get yeah. back in case you forgot give everybody a good explanation of terror management. yeah so it's a it's a social psychology that uh a theory of social psychology that was um written by uh sheldon solomon tom pashinsky and Jeff greenberg and they're all they were all uh uh doing their grad their doctoral work i want to say was at the university of kansas and they came up they were they all read Ernest Beck, the cultural anthropologist, uh, Ernest Becker's book, The Denial of Death. And so Becker in his book put, um, essentially says that he thinks that the root of human behavior is due to the fear of dying. Like the, the root of anything that we do is, is to stave off the fear of death because of, <clears throat> because humans evolved faster than, you know, uh, our brains evolved a little bit quicker than the other species on this planet. We understood that at some point we die so in order to do that we, we seek out things that um that kind of fend off that that the specter of death and so it's like things that um that give us a self set like ideas or beliefs or values concepts things that can, can help give us like a, a defense against the, the fear of, against the fear of dying um and it, it boils down to like three things so the first is that Term, so out of that, they developed term management theory. Uh, and it, it's a theory that gives reality, it's a, <clears throat> it's a theory of reality that gives life meaning, purpose and significance. Um, the second 
second part of it is that it's a uh, standard. <clears throat> it gives a set of rules or standards by which uh, behavior can be assessed and has and live up to the values of the group. And then the last one is that it gives a sense of symbolic or literal immortality, as in there's going to be some, it, it leaves some part of you behind, as in, you know, you go to heaven or Valhalla or you uh, skip your reincarnation, reincarnation cycles of samsara or you obtain nirvana or, you know, whatever. Basically something to kind of squash a little bit of the fear. Right. That when you die, you're going to, you're going to have your, you're going to have, there's going to be a, con- a sense of continuity to your being, if that makes sense. Or, right. I mean, does that make sense? Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Perfect. And then, so it, you can, it's also can be literal so that you can leave that, you can, that's like having kids or, you know, a long family or uh, a statue or you know, something that, that is proof that you were here. Within that, we also, like another part of terror management theory is that is uh, self-esteem. We subscribe when we subscribe to these worldviews. They give us a self a sense of self-esteem, which helps buffer the anxiety of death. Does that make sense so far? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, but and it's by participating in the group's beliefs and being a part of the group and doing doing the things that they do. It helps give give us a, a sense of purpose and meaning. And so when <clears throat> so and this is probably the, the I tend to pick on Christianity a lot, but it's just it's the what tends to be the it's, pre-dom- easy. it's easy. Yes. It, it also tends to be the predominant, the, the dominant yeah. faith in America, at least for the time being. And so when it's a threat to somebody's self-esteem, when, you know, somebody says the Bible's fake or, you know, whatever. Um, and there, there becomes a strong <clears throat> cognitive and emotional response, including, you know, needing to protect one's self-esteem through a stronger adherence to their, their beliefs or worldviews and their, and the biases that go with those. Does that make sense about this? Might I explain this in a way that makes sense and I'm not sounding like a complete asshole. Yeah. All right, sweet. Yeah, All right, totally. sweet. All right. So with that being said, this is, this is, this goes along with the, uh, the urge of most humans to be correct about yeah, things. Exactly. So it's like, it's kind of like how you talk to somebody, uh, about you can't really have a time. There's certain people you know you can't have conversations with anything religion oriented because they immediately get in a pissing contest. So, oh, oh my beliefs are the best, and, and you're just stupid because you don't believe them. Yeah, everybody ha- everybody has that that friend, that person in their life. And I, I think everybody has those kind of feelings about something in their oh, life. Oh yeah, everyone. There's, there's 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 certainly things that other people will come at you with, um, you know that that definitely push those buttons. I, I I've always been curious of, of why that, that really, we have that need to, to be right. Yeah. Why, why, why do most people like have that emotional reaction when certain belief structures are, you know, are, are questioned? Why, why can't you just sit and listen to somebody else's belief structure and then, you know, have a rational conversation about it. I, yeah, I'm not body as a clinician, but the, what, when I was writing my graduate thesis, one of the things that I found inside of like existential literature was that it con- like that kind of those kinds of reactions comes from narcissism, which stem from like a very low sense of self-worth or self-esteem. And that can be from a lot that can be from a variety of things. Yeah. Um, so many yeah. different things. But that, that, that that's interesting, you know, uh, 
Yeah, I guess you know everyone has narcissistic tendencies on some. Yeah, level. to an extent, but yeah. some some I think are some people are way, way worse, worse yeah. than others. Yeah, and, and and you're right, man. Everybody does have like there's there's that one thing where you're like, I fucking know it, and you can there's nothing you can do to tell me otherwise. I mean, we all we all have <laughs> yeah. one thing about our like. There, I think everybody has at least one thing that they're like that about, and if if they they say they've done it, they're fucking lying. God, I, I am I am relying on you for material. Because some of this shit is so goddamn dumb, you cannot make it up, and I, I need, I desperately need your help. Because yeah. the jokes what? that you guys come up with Go, is totally. fucking great. Well, because all right, so could, like, let's start off. Let's start off with this, since we were just talking about, um, like, you know, want the need for humans to be correct, and 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 narcissism being probably the main reason of, or different levels of narcissism probably being the main levels of why people do shit like that. This is a this is a really great point to transition to say why do cults exist? And and some of them are really 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 fucked up and weird. Well, it's like all right. So why why the fuck do humans need to be social animals? I mean, I think we could start yeah. there because uh, <clears throat> I mean the the the, the uh, another I think another way you could look at it is I mean the, the short answer is that I don't, I don't have a fucking I don't have a fucking straight answer for you. The other, the other one is uh, incomplete transparency. The other one is, is that as, as I think as humans, we we survive by being together together in groups because, uh, for as uh, resourceful as humans are, we there's also like kind of alone. We are kind of fucked when we're in the wild, right? So I think it's, it was a means of survival, and uh, you know, in uh. uh we're not too far off because if somebody were to, if you would have asked somebody else to say, "Oh, the Tower of Babel, the the humans were all one. They challenged God, and and God basically broke broke them up so they spoke different languages, so they would all band together in different peoples and go across the earth." Okay, that did us a lot of good because we just kept doing the same shit. Wouldn't uh, I, I? I so there's one reason is because people want to band together and be stronger in numbers, and I and I think somewhat of a similar reason um would be group yeah that's that's also true because you know people don't want to be ostracized by their peers or just by a large group of people because they don't want to feel i guess left out on a certain yeah fuck there was a uh fuck i'm trying to think where where i read this because i want to cite it um I think it might have been in a book called Terror, Love, and Brainwashing. It's by Alexandra somebody. Terror, Love, and Brainwashing? Yeah, uh, it's by Alexandra. I, I, this sounds like a book I need to read. Uh, you might want to look into it. It's actually pretty good. It's about it's actually about cults. Like like being, like leaving and being deprogrammed, like being deprogrammed shit. Yeah, Alexandra Stein. Well, I think that's the one. Terror, Love, and Brainwashing. I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's it. Do we allow ourselves to get brainwashed sometimes because of group? Things? Yeah, well, there was all there, what the, the point. I, the point I was going to make with that is that some pe- people want the the leader of the like the the charismatic leader that fuck to take responsibility for them. And I and I thought to myself, what the fuck? I mean, some people are like legit want to do that. So, so that so there's no level of like I accomplished this or I. Or I was at fault of this because 
this person i'm following what this person said so i don't have consequences do you think that's a a, a potential you know, yeah it's called a potential it's called diffusion of responsibility where where the the individual becomes part of a group and they don't feel like they need to be responsible for the actions that the group commits even though they're doing if they were doing some fucked up shit like polluting or something like that then they wouldn't see themselves as personally responsible because the whole group is doing it so it's like stuff kind of like that but it, it, i think it could also play into the um the group actions that are being uh, influenced by you know a leader if you will so so on that level what what do you think separates religion from cults i'm glad you asked so there's a there's three things no there's there's several things but there i think there were three main things and this is actually what, one of the things that I, all right, so I identified six, six of the patterns that were arising in the majority of the, the nine groups that I covered in, in, in this, this paper. It was, um, they require the, the followers to adhere to the to rules of sex and marriage. They demand mo- a seizure of money and assets to the group. Um, the leaders holding the promise of some kind of salvation or survival, and we'll get into that shortly. The leaders believing that they are either otherworldly or divine, and they isolated the group from the whole of society and which ended in some kind of catastrophic event. Uh, several of the group, which basically included the groups totally off of themselves. I would say that in, in my eyes, in my experience in life, that the largest separation of cult and religion would be the leader seeing themselves divine in their own eyes. Um, that that's that's the one right there because when it whenever i see somebody who's leading a group of people in a building you know practicing that same kind of thing on on like a weekly basis or daily basis it, it always comes down to me uh, listening to what they're saying and if they and if they're you know if they're essentially preaching Hey, you know, I'm just the one talking to you. I'm not the one you need to worship. You know, search yourselves and search outward for your other things. I can look at that and go, okay, that's not that's not a cult. But the ones the ones like, you know, the ones that 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 are on that line, man, that tread that like like Joel Osteen. Like that dude is running a fucking cult. Yeah, you know, like he, he, he the fucking world of himself. Like he's he's one step away from being like a new age L. Ron Hubbard. You know, I I would say at best he's a motivational speaker. Um, not 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 bad for being a motivational speaker, but it's kind of it's kind of a it's prosperity gospel stuff, and it's it, it's a very unusual place where that falls because it's somewhere in the realm of self help and like quasi spiritual shit. Not quite new agey, but it's like. It's very, it's very Christian based, but it's also like that very odd area where Christian Christianity blends with some other ideas, but they don't really specifically identify what they are. Does that make sense? That's what yeah. I mean. That's that's my take on that. I, I mean, I that's could essentially be wrong, how but that's all the different. That's my, that's my thought. Oh, I completely agree with you. I mean, that's essentially how all the different sects of religion happened in the world. I mean everything stems back to a few different religions and it was human beings creating new forms of them by going, well, I don't like this rule. So we'll just throw that rule and this rule out. Yeah. But, but God, yeah. 
but God said we should do that. So we did, you know, and that's essentially how all that shit happened. There's not really any other way it could have right. happened, you know, <laughs> like, so I got two more here. Uh, and this, this one's kind of funny. The leaders self-fulfilled their own prophecies, <laughs> which is, which we'll, we'll get into that in just a minute. And then the seventh pattern that I noticed was that, um, the group of the groups that I covered, uh, that were in, based in the United States, the leaders were around the, during the Great Depression and World War II. So I'm not going to really get into all the conspiracy theories surrounding some of these groups and how they may have been involved with the CIA and Project MKUltra and some of those other things. I wasn't, uh, I was purely looking at this from a standpoint of how, of how, um, sorry about that, how uh, this, this social psychology theory could work into identifying uh, patterns of behavior within these, these group leaders. Um, but I'm going to be on the New York Patriot show, Matt. So I'll probably, I'll probably let him go into some of those and you know, we'll probably talk more about yeah. that some other time. So, you know, and I just want to get through some of this more serious stuff talking about what po- cults possibly could be. So we can get to the, the meat and potatoes of this and talking about some cults, some really fucking weird shit that's actually exists on this okay, planet. Where should we start? Because I've got I've got the major one, the major heavy hitters. I got the Branch Davidians, I got the Mansons, I got I got yeah. uh, the Rajneesh people, the, the ones that, that had the the freaking I like those. You, you want to do the Rajneesh? The, sal- yeah, the, oh, the salad bar? Yeah, the, yeah, poison the, sal- the poison salad bar. Let's do that. Attack on American soil. Let's do this. All right. Once you start fucking yeah, with buffets, that- man, you got you know that's that's a that's a touchy subject, man. Don't fuck with <laughs> a big was, man's buffets. Those were they were Krishnas, right, or were they Hindus? Uh, they were. I think they're Krishnas. I've got I, I've, I've got the Clifton history here. There's this is the abridged version. I've got a much longer one, which I'll go into. Which we'll, I, we'll, 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 Matt, you and I will revisit that some other time. Um, I I I think the the Rajneesh dude. I think he was like practicing his own kind of version of of Hari Krishna. Let's see. Uh, let's see. The, I think, if I remember let's correctly. See, Rajneesh, so it's Raj, Rajneeshism or Rajneesh Param. The leader was uh, Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh. His real name was Chandra Mohan Jain. Was born to- I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a, it was based off of Krishna, but it was his own like thing. Yeah, he did. It might have been Hinduism, whatever. They're very yeah, he close. Did, he did his own thing. So he, he was born December 11, 1931, if we want to know that shit. In Kuchwada, Madhya, Praji, uh, Pradesh, Central India. All right, so the go this, ahead. Is, this is this is this is if if I'm not mistaken, please correct me if I'm wrong here. This is the dude where they ended up with the fucking land out in like Oregon, yeah, Oregon, that's him. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's okay, the yeah, land. Right. So there's a Netflix. <laughs> yeah, this is there's this is not. Yeah, there's there's a Netflix show <laughs> or there's a Netflix documentary called Wild Big Wild Country or something like that. I have not watched that. I did. Worth a while. I did this, Worth I did this while. before that came out. So, <clears throat> all right. So the best known for the uh, Rajneesh, so he was seeing uh, driving Rolls Royces. He owned, he owned 93 of them. 93 Rolls Royces. Nice. He didn't even need one. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. All right, so they're, so they're, they're responsible <laughs> for, for the largest bioterrorism attack in the United States, which resulted in the mass poisoning of 750 people. Now, I couldn't really, uh, I don't think I could find the exact place, where, like the exact restaurant where they did this, but I just thought when 
the thought I had just now, which I haven't thought about in years, is that if they attacked the Pizza Hut buffet, I would have been fucking livid. If you want to add more rock and roll fuel to your podcast jetpack after you have devoured all of our shows, give a listen to our friends Brian and Murdoch over at Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories. The two longtime buddies and old rock radio cast-offs connect weekly to discuss a rock and roll rumor or a lingering question as they seek to discover what's real, what's not, and what's just rock and roll. In more than 100 episodes, they've taken on everything from Van Halen's M&M's to Skinner's plane crash to that other guy in Wham. Get a new story every week when you check them out on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you download quality pods. Just search for Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories. Yeah. Because Pizza Hut had the damn <laughs> best buffets. CC's oh, yeah. doesn't, doesn't even cut it close. I was just talking about this last night. So you know how Pizza Hut, if you went in to eat at a Pizza Hut, they had those red plastic yes. cups? Yep. There's something so fucking comforting about those red plastic yeah. cups to me. It, it reminds me of a time in my childhood where I was just like, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to Pizza yeah. Hut. And there's going to be other kids there. We're all, yeah. Because, yeah, it was last night we ate at this Mexican restaurant that had those um, those red plastic it's cups. Pizza or, pizza or like, Pepsi on the side of them no. and, white, and white shitty plastic, yeah, yeah, plastic yeah, lettering. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this reminds uh, me of a better time. Yeah. <laughs> God rest it down, Pizza Huts. There's, there's still a few around. And there's one in Manassas. Yeah, so... So, so Ron, what what is the what is the thing about the buffets that you know about this that you that you are unhappy with? No, just fucking with food, man. Like you know, just like just the fact that they, I don't know, just poisoning a food supply. I find yeah. to be uh, very disturbing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a b- big happy about that yeah. either. It's so easy to do. It's like, yeah, yeah. What a what a fucking what a cop out. I know. Yeah, you, but at least it wanna... was a salad, though. So I would have been fine. You, know what I mean? like... <laughs> you still would have had the pizza and the fucking dessert pizza they had, which was fucking delicious. I would have been, wait, wait. Would have been sitting there eating my eighth slice of pepperoni pizza, looking at people drop. <laughs> fuck are they doing? All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right we, we got to talk about this. <laughs> all right, so since you're not a salad guy, Ron, yeah. Now I gotta ask this question now. Yeah. If you were to eat a salad, yeah. what's the dressing you're gonna put on it? Uh, you're creamy Italian. Cream? Oh, really? You're a creamy Italian? Pun intended. Guy? Yes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> don't wait for it. <laughs> also Caesar. Um, oh yeah, all right. Yeah. Caesar's good. I like Caesar. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a Caesar guy. I, I love a good Caesar salad. That's that's one of my faves. Yeah. Although it's not my favorite, but Oz, what if? What's your? I I know you have a, a fucked like, up, weird uh, shit you can only eat. A but like, body. If you were, to, yeah, if you were to be able to eat salad dressing and on salad, what would you? Oh, would ranch. Be? Yeah, ranch, ranch for sure. All yeah, ranch all the way. Yeah, all the way. Oh man, we're all, we're all, <laughs> we're all creamy based dressing uh, guys. Because like my my no. <laughs> Yeah, my number one would be blue cheese. I'm, you know, for wings I go to blue cheese. Oh, now if I have a, a a wedge salad, I like the blue cheese on the wedge salad. Oh yeah, wedge salads crumble. are awesome. Yeah. Wait, uh, hold that thought. You guys ever had the green goddess dressing? Green goddess? What is it? No, I don't think so. No, <clears throat> I can't recall who made this stuff, but Trader Joe's or <clears throat> I know Trader Joe's makes some kind of a knockoff. Green goddess dressing, but it's a uh, 
it's like a green dressing that is uh it's not i don't think it's plant-based but it, it had it tastes like it would go it goes well in greens i mean of course of course it's a fucking salad dressing but it's actually it's uh I, it's the name sounds familiar um yes yeah like i said trader joe's has a has a, a very good knockoff of it fuck let me I might, hold, you know what? Hold, I might hold, have had hold, the Trader hold, hold Joe's version. I'm also a big ginger dressing. Guy. I was just gonna say my favorite actual dressing is probably Makoto, the ginger dressing. Oh yeah, yeah. That Makoto, shit is ginger fucking dressing. delicious. I could drink that shit. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Gin, ginger dressing is phenomenal. I forget about it sometimes too, and then I'll go to like a hibachi restaurant and I'll be like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. ginger dressing. Yeah. And then I'll go buy like a bottle of it, and it'll be in the fridge forever. And yeah, and then because they don't sell it with the uh, with the rest of the dressing, you have to. It's like usually in the yeah, it's, uh, in, it's in like the Asian section of like the grocery store versus the dressing section. Or sometimes, well, it just depends. The, the, the makoto is usually in the um, refrigerated, like by the vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the produce. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that is. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So he majored in philosophy and gave and college and gave. You know, gave talks which started massing large amounts of people. He eventually uh, gained a following of two hundred thousand members, and then he opened up a uh, that's worldwide, by the way. And over over the the entire planet, he opened up six six hundred meditation centers. <clears throat> and like all good groups, they had an inner circle. And among his mm-hmm. his inner circle was a was cult. this this cult. cult. Yeah. <laughs> which uh you may you may remember this if you, if you saw the big country ma'anan sheila you may just call her sheila she was <clears throat> she opened one of his meditation centers in uh new jersey <clears throat> she encouraged them to come to america and it was noted that he was going to america for medical reasons but he was also evading taxes so that's that's a sign of that's the sign of a good oh that's the sign of a good cult sure. follower right, good, good cult leader right there <laughs> scientology <laughs> Man, they're gonna come after us now, dude. Yeah, they especially. I don't. They especially don't like me. I don't give a fuck. Come after me, Scientology. Matt, remember, remember the. Dude, that'll be the, the worst edge, mistake Matt, you ever make. That's right. Yeah, that'll be that'll be the worst mistake they ever make, because all because all I will do is eat disgusting shit in their face. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, I'm not above living out of a dumpster. We know he's eating. Y'all want to bother we me? Know, Come on we know in. He's eating things out of the trash. Don't yeah. mind the mess. <laughs> yeah, the raccoons are supposed right. to be here. <laughs> yeah, so he was avoid. He was basically avoiding uh, taxes in other countries. So when he, or the group would follow him to the commune, which was, which they would later be called Rajneesh Param, and by 1985 it had 200, 250, 100. Sorry, 2,500 residents and 2,500 residents. And this is the property they had out in Oregon. And the, <clears throat> they had a full damn town, had restaurants, a mall, yeah. and its own police force. Dude, that, <clears throat> that place became huge. Oh, yeah. And they fought the IRS. They fought the IRS years, and they were apparently taking over, like uh, having, trying to conduct local elections so that they could over, like, take over other towns and shit. Yeah. And then. Yeah. <clears throat> They had their own like system of government and yep. shit. Though. Yeah, and then Sheila, in this, I, I I try to be um, considerate, careful with considerate with my words, but regardless of, it doesn't really matter what you watch. This lady looks like such a fucking bitch. Um, 
<laughs> oh no, anything you see, Brent, yeah. I know, I know who you're yeah, talking this about. Is the, this is the lady who was essentially good calling all of Rajesh's uh, shots for him because apparently he was just like fairly high off his ass or just. I think he, I think he had, oh, yeah. he had like he had some serious pain and it was like on pain medications or something like that. And I, go ahead. I think more or less it was just that like he kind of let that woman run shit because he didn't really fucking want to. He just wanted to get up and stand and gain gatherers and she did all the, like she she was basically his david miscavige to to him being elron hubbard if shots you know, fired if you know shots fired scientology shots yeah, yeah. <laughs> again scientology come <laughs> at me bro come at me bro shots, shots come at fired. me <laughs> all right so sheila basically had uh had her lieutenants poison the top the top or some poison then bars and it was getting the uh town officials of the next town over sick afterwards she she fucking hauled ass to get the fuck out of town the compound fell apart <clears throat> Rajneeson himself was fined and deported and after that he changed and matt you may know this guy he changed his name, his name to osho and he did success as a guru until his life until he died in 1990 i've heard of osho i didn't know it was this fucking guy so, so Rajneesh changed his name to osho and you can still find Osho's he, work out there. I feel like it sounds familiar because I, I I have watched that documentary you're, you're talking about on Netflix, along with like reading a whole bunch yeah. about this, because these subjects fascinate me as to why, why, why as to why people get sucked into these things, um, especially fucking Scientology, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean why like why because like so with rajanese's thing like they like i can understand the allure to his because he's 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 like the lighter side of cults well the, well the the uh see the new age is like the cult light so it's because they, they yeah because they preach like love and partying and yeah, like so- it, it, which I can understand. Well, that's easy. Like, oh shit, I just want to fucking go kick back and love and party and do it f- sure. I understand why people went and did stuff but, like that. You know, I, it so, turned into other shit. Yeah, this actually might. So I, I explored how he used to management theory, and you actually make it get uh, maybe he'll answer some of your questions. So he apparently reached enlightenment, which offered his uh, he offered his followers a way from being free by following his theological ideas, and. At the beginning, his rules were like fairly lax. He had, he, he advocated for the, the notions of free and open sex and um, no denouncement against drugs. Where it was a very uh, sign of the times in the nineteen seventies. And um, at the time, you know that, that was a, those kinds of things were very appealing to his followers. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that my dad and like a couple other of my family members had like friends. Oh, I'm sure they did. Went out. I'm sure they did. I'm sure. Yeah. Because like my my parents' generation, you know, my baby boomers, like my parents were both born in 48 and in the seventies, they both definitely like hitchhiked to the West coast and lived in California for a while, along with a bunch of their friends and shit. And, and like, I know that they knew people that went up there and became like part of that movement. Maybe that didn't stay forever, but like maybe spent a couple years up there. Yeah. Um, and when it got too weird, they they got out. Cause that because that was one that was one that like if you wanted out, you could kind of get out. Yeah. Not like some of the other yeah. cults <laughs> Scientology, where you can't 
Get out. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Matt. <laughs> it's not a religion. You're not a religion if you blackmail the IRS no, into giving no, you religious no, status. By the way, it is the only organization that has ever done that to the IRS. <laughs> ever. No, there's, no, there's <laughs> ever. Oh, let's see. <laughs> they blackmailed the IRS and fucking won. Should, should I continue with how he used care management theory to influence uh, his followers? All yeah. right, so, um, so we might only get through three because I have nine here, but We'll, we'll shoot for three, and if we get more, then we'll, we'll get more. Yeah, it's giving. Yeah, it's giving. All right. Now. So, um, basically, the 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 rules he set were that um, he demanded that his followers show devotion and they attend his mad games sessions. And this is this was essentially where um, he used the, the influence influence that he was very influenced by the Greek Mister Gort Gorjeff. You remember hearing hear him at? Who? Uh, Gorjeff. Gorjeff, no, I don't uh, think so. Yeah, yeah, he was a he was a uh, he was a mystic who apparently was really into some of the occult stuff. He, he kind of stripped a bunch of the, the occult, like the occult notions of like ceremonial magic and some other uh, some of the the more nonsensical thing, like uh, appearing things away from it, and had apparently some very root, uh, some very decent advice in it. But uh, he was on who. Uh, Gorgeous believe that um, it was the, the impression that, that the, the root problems in modern society stem from the, the thought that people were asleep. So the games were, were an attempt to, these games that fucking Russian Yish was, was doing was an attempt to awaken his followers so that they had a better chance of obtaining enlightenment. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a thing. Um, he also denounced having children among his followers and encouraged women to sterilize themselves. Um, oh, yeah, Sheila yeah. ran the commune like a concentration Remember. camp and threatened to throw out anybody who had negative. Wait, no, who, you can't, was, who had negative. You can't just have these feral kids running all No, because it's, it's bad for business and it, it gets in the way of dr dr drugs yeah. and sex. This is, this is not how the cult does. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, the cult, the cult, the cult doesn't have kids running yeah. around. Well, as time grew on, uh, followers were forbidden to have sex unless they use condoms. So at some point, they were. Uh, they were about yeah, yeah, well, practicing safe sex. Yeah. <laughs> which you could, you wish all, all of them could have gotten if they had, you know, maybe read, maybe gone to six, seven public high school. I don't know. I mean, maybe it wasn't being offered during, during that time. Who the fuck knows? As the yeah. All right. So, um, Rush Nation was trying to wake his followers. So, this is how he basically imbued them with the sense of symbolic and literal immortality. So, he said, this should awaken his followers. The sense of immortality he brought was in the form of the light of telling his followers to search within themselves they could find the truth. So that's in some, you know, some conflicting thoughts here. You know, it's like... All right. Find it within yourself. So he thought that they would reincarnate after they die, which is very... Which is... Uh, they, he, that, yeah, yeah, that's, that's culty, culty, but that's also in... It's also yeah, a notion of Hinduism and Buddhism to, to a greater or lesser yeah. extent. And then I guess I would have it's yeah, a religion. -y. It's, it's, it's a thing. It's totally religion. And then um <laughs> but it, but you yourself are gonna be re well, I mean, I don't know. Reincarnation is weird. Yeah, and it's like do, do they mean like in the sense like like after I die, die, that I'm gonna be reincarnated as another form of Oz 
and he's going to be a bigger asshole than he is now. Well, because you get possibly you get all those you get all those stories of like you know people's kids who like remember being somebody else, and then like some of them have been proven, which is really fucking weird. Like have you like have you have you ever heard that story of the oh, kid? Yeah. He was like a little boy who who said his name was like Linda or something, and he used to live in Chicago in an apartment, and like he he would say all this fucking shit that was like insane, you know, and he was like a little tiny kid, you know, he was like three or four years he old. And he would did say he get his murder or something like that. Was that him? No, no, it was his mom. Like eventually, because he was saying all this crazy shit that like, there's no way he could ever fucking know. His mom went and looked up a bunch of shit and found this woman named that name who had died in this apartment in Chicago in a building fire. And like, and like basically put all the shit in front of him and was like, do you recognize any of this? And he was like, that's me. And like, he was able to like talk about family and friends and stuff. It, it, it's a really fucking crazy story. Um, and it's, and it's a true one at that. Uh, it, and it's insane. Yeah. Sounds pretty I wish insane. I could. Yeah, it is. So like on that, on that in, instance, you know, reincarnation, you know, is it, you know, I, I don't know if you're going to get reincarnated like a cult is promising you you're going to get reincarnated. But, you know, hey, maybe there's something to reincarnation. I know a lot of people believe in it. I'm I'm kind of one of them. Yeah, I do a little bit. Yeah. Like, but in a sense, in my, a sense of after you in this life or like that you reincarnate as time goes on, because as time goes on, like, there's two ways. Alan Watson, a very interesting way of putting it where it's like. He said that uh, something to the effect of like the the sophisticates inside of Hinduism don't see it as you reincarnate as you know if you were a terrible person you reincarnated as a turd or a fly in the next life. It's a you go through reincarnation as you go through life, so you have ups and ups and downs. You know, the next one day you one day yeah. you find twenty bucks, the next day your car your 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 car blows up from a car bomb or something like that. You know, like these are these are varying states. Yeah, I got you. So, like, yeah. it's what sense do you believe in reincarnation? So, I'm sorry that was probably a little bit loaded, but what what sense do you believe in in, in that as far as reincarnation goes? Well, so I my I can tell you exactly what my belief Let's on go. that is. Um, yeah. So, uh, my my thought is that like, in the sense of what a lot of people think is the soul, um, I look at as being a part of the universe so the human body creates an energy let's let's call it electricity right for the for the science-based people yeah. out there and, and literally you can use human beings to power things if you really had to like like you know the like the theory in the in the movie the matrix how the you know the machines harvested human beings and put them into a machine and they were using them for electricity because the the planet had been destroyed from nuclear weapons and there was no sun um, you can literally power things off of a human being. We do create essentially energy. So energy, um, and you know, I studied this for a while because I was an electrician and went to school and studied a whole bunch of shit about electrical theory. Energy is a thing that does not is not created nor does it dissipate. It exists, mm. and you can't you can't essentially like destroy it. I mean, th these are my thoughts about this 
So being the soul, what a lot of people talk about that human beings have in, in my position is an energy. And when your physical body dies, that energy stays part of the universe and may or may not transfer to some, to something else. Um, the only, the only part of my theory about this in reincarnation is if the universe is as vastly large as, as you know, what seems to be proven, uh, what's, what's to say that your energy comes back to this planet earth. If there's, you know, it's, it, uh, it's almost an improbability that it's, there's life elsewhere in the universe, you know? Um, so why why would you be reincarnated back to this one tiny little fucking rock floating through space? So I th- I think That's there's there's more uh, yeah, and I think there's more to this obviously because we don't know everything about the universe. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to be learned about the universe still. Um, so there's some unknowns there, but but that's essentially what my belief would be about reincarnation. Is that that energy potentially could be, you know hold some consciousness within it maybe i I don't know maybe everything is connected on every fucking level which i kind of believe also and and there's consciousness of everything everywhere maybe that's why you only get flashes of of certain things at certain points because there would be other things that you're getting flashes of but you wouldn't fucking remember it because it was somebody else you know it happened to another being or another piece of consciousness that is the the universe which i heard which i heard a, a somebody was talking to me about a cool theory the other day which i i had never really kind of thought of but maybe the human brain are universes and everything yeah. with it like neurons firing yeah. and shit all within uh, the human brain is what uh, constitutes uh, an entire universe actually matt there's, you know? there's a fantastic article that i'm gonna send you and ron if, ron, if you want to read this it's called the itch. It's it's essentially like the the details of the article are, are a little gory, but apparently this um this lady was uh, having a sensation like on the back of her scalp, and she was she constantly was itching it, um and um she apparently scratched it so much that it it, it got really deep, and she was making touch with something she shouldn't have been touching in her brain or in my in her head, but. The article itself talks about how the brain kind of projects the world around us. It's fucking, it's fucking fascinating. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, yeah, kind of like um. So, oh, it was it was in the New if, Yorker. I'm sorry, it was in the New Yorker. If one if one is to believe the simulation theory, uh, talking about the rhetorical question about if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound if no one's around? Right. Um, to kind of talk about the simulation theory, which I think is what you're getting at here, is like like if you're playing if you're playing a video game, right? Like say an open world. Game, three. The only thing, the only thing on the screen that is currently rendering is what you can see. Like The Witcher Three. Yeah, like The Witcher Three or Red Dead Redemption Two or something like that. And as you turn Great the fun. screen and look Great around, the video game is rendering what you see as you see it. The, the the world does not exist around you in the video game. It's only what you see. And the simulation theory in real life somewhat states the same thing. Um, so if the simulation theory 
were to ever be proved real, which which I think some people there's actually some very compelling evidence. Um, there's also some crazy shit, but it, it that kind of goes along to what you're saying is the human brain projects around you what you see and what you do, or you know, this is a theory again, right? <laughs> Not real, but a theory. Yeah, no, the simulation theory is, is an interesting one. Um, but I'll tell you what's not a simulation, and that's Heaven's Gate. Yeah. <laughs> Heaven's Gate, one of my favorites. This, this is one of my favorites. This, this shit is, is fucking insane. And this is actually like something that happened within the last it's 95, I think. So it's been. Yeah, I remember this shit. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's almost been 30 years, but yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, all right. So. <laughs> This is kind of like what initially this is this was the 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 cult that a friend of mine tipped me off to uh a long time ago and my my buddy Carl runs um the play with it podcast where they review like uh action figures and board games and card games and shit. So if you guys get a chance, go check them out. But Carl and I used to work together and he tipped me off to this group. This is kind of how I got into like a lot of this some of this other shit. So Heaven Gate was um, it was also referred to as the Human Individual Metamorphosis, or HIM, or Total Overcomers Anonymous. Now, with, with a name like please, that, how could you please, go wrong? Please tell me that Heaven Gate, Heaven's Gate action figures, since you're talking about a guy who reviews toys. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, be careful. What's the adage? Be careful what you wish for? Jesus Christ, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> they apparently do. <laughs> do they have one for the Hellbop Comet? <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, no, I'm not. Or I mean, sorry, our Lord and Savior. Well, you know what? I didn't quite, I didn't quite get uh, action figure, but you can get the vintage Nikes that they had. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a pair I of them on eBay that. for five hundred dollars. If anybody's interested. Like, were they actually a pair of the one of the peoples? I don't. Let me check this out. I would spend five hundred dollars on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Night. So the vintage twenty three nineteen decade heaven gate rare vintage nineteen decade heaven's gate white navy color. Let me. Let me actually. Doesn't. It doesn't say. It doesn't say this. Got those new heaven gates. Uh, <laughs> yeah. LeBron, LeBron's rocking those fucking heaven gates. See, this is the thing: is that if, if Nike wants to re-release those and call them the Heaven's Gate. They would sell like fucking wildfire. Yeah, dude. Heaven's Gate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? There is an action figure called Heaven's Gate. I want to say it's from JoJo's Bizarre Boom, Adventure. What yep. the fuck? I knew it. There's action figures. There's action figures for everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, if the Jasons have action figures, how does the fucking. Yeah. Wait, the Gate band not? the Jasons have action mm. figures? They do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we makes me ask, why don't we have action figures? Why don't, yeah, yeah, why don't I, you guys? Yeah, well, I I'm going to change no. that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, our brains hurt action yes. figures. I want, the, I want a first edition. <laughs> yeah. I better have some sort of like trashy food that's like one of my little... That, oh, yeah, yours comes with a trash can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's filled with like eggs. And a chicken wing and the yeah. eggs. Yeah, pickled eggs. eggs. Yeah, Only and, pickled eggs. And the pickled 40. Eggs. Yeah, yeah, and a 40. Yeah, a 40 of fucking Schlitz. That just snaps into that kung fu grip. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, I'm trying to find... So there, there apparently is not a Heaven's Gate action figure in the sense that... Mine comes with Palmer's chocolates. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what? Dude, I, I was going to make a Palmer's 
chocolate reference. I was waiting for the right time to do it, but it still has not come. But thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you for that because that that just oh god, like listening to the there, there were like one, two or three follow up episodes where you reference the Palmer Shark. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, before we move, before we distract. All right, the leader was Marshall Herf Applewhite. His middle name was Herf H E R F Applewhite. He was born in Texas, uh, in Spur, Texas, in 1932. Um. All right, it was the UFO doomsday they call active in the United States from the 70s until the late 1990s. The claim to fame was that they thought the world was going to end when the Hillbop comet hit the Earth. Um, they, yeah, they, they thought that there was a, a UFO like either behind the comet or the comet itself. These was motherfuckers a UFO, thought there was right? a goddamn mothership behind the fucking comet. Behind it, yeah, like in the why, why? It, yeah. Of all the things, why the yeah. fuck would you want the mothership be behind the comet? Well, you wouldn't want it in front and then- of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesus Christ, Oz. <laughs> we're, not, we're not fucking savages. Yeah. Why would you want to get lifted up to a with a fucking comet on your tail? Like, but they using the comet for fuel? What the fuck? If you're gonna be around a comet, the safest place is behind the comet. Well, they, yeah, they, yeah, they were hiding. Yeah, from the fucking from space force. Obviously, and even though. Hey. They, yeah, they were they, about they were just, 20 years were... too early for fucking Space Force. Was the was yeah. the fucking comet being used as a fuel source? Like fucking coal and a <laughs> fucking like UFO engine? Yeah. You can't just come into this solar system fucking hot. They're drafting behind that shit. Man. Yeah, they, they, fucking, they came in light speed. They hit the fucking edge of the solar system, right? They, and then they're like, okay, well, we got here a little too quick. We can't just come in hot. Like, oh, there's a, yeah. oh, fuck, there's a comet. There's a comet. So you just get behind the car. Else it's does. drafting, like race cars. Race cars draft. Yeah. You know, you get behind the saves fuel. It's <laughs> more aerodynamic. That, that UFO yeah. was just fucking drafting right the, behind that shit. That's the one thing they didn't mention in Heaven's Gate yeah. is that the UFO could only turn left. Dude, everybody, right. everybody else comes in hot. Yeah, the, it's like the fucking draconians come in hot. Does it try to come in hot? That shit was getting <laughs> two thousand light years per gallon drafting behind that fucking car. <laughs> Yeah, they thought the comet, the the ship was on the comet's tail, um, and that w- they would beam them up to a plane of existence above heaven, where they would receive new bodies. All right, so the group was headed by Apple White and uh, his consort Bonnie Ludnell. So this guy was was by, and it, their relationship with his relationship with Nettles was kind of a what they would probably refer to as like something of a spiritual marriage, where there wasn't, at least from everything I read. There wasn't like a physical component. There wasn't a, a, a sexual component, but they thought that they were like uh, soulmates or something like that. There was a spiritual bond there, or I guess twin flames is the is the popular term that's been floating around the, yeah, the ether of like, shit for the last twenty twin, or so years since like the eighties and flame, shit. Yeah, it's not like it's 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 even a higher level than your soulmate. There's your soulmate, and then there's your twin flame. It's a hmm. you know. It's what people go to psychics and tarot card readers to find out and keep paying them money over and over and over. You know, the people that want to be in cults but don't really know how to be in cults. Yeah. Oh, is that why they want to do it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't get me wrong. I dig all that shit, but like, you know, people get crazy with it. You know, they're going to throw all this fucking money at like tarot card readers and, and psychics to fucking over and 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 over again to tell them who their twin flame is and like it's never going to fucking happen like 
ever. <laughs> like, right. yeah. Right. And they get crazy. So I say, like, you should go join a cult because that's what's for you. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. I don't know, dude. As, uh, as somebody who once told somebody what their dreams meant, the one time I tried neuromancy, apparently it was very successful. And I had people, I had the same person coming back to me time and time again. Asking me what their yep, fucking see? dreams meant, and it was a, it was something yeah. that I, I was like, I'm not a fucking interpreter of dreams. Because if you, if I, if I had been paying attention to what the shit, the study, my studies of Enoch have shown me is that you don't, do not tell people what their fucking dreams mean because it's not actually like their, their dream. If they're perceptive enough, if they're savvy enough. If they're listening to it, they can tell. They know what it means, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you should tell them anything about it. Because then that's your projection of what you think their dream means, which may not have any bearing on reality or anything whatsoever. Yeah, but you just told me that it meant this. And I, here, take I told money. you it's a such <laughs> thing, sir. And I will not take your money. You keep your damn money. <laughs> just take it. Just say, tell me what it means. No. <laughs> no. You did it. Just see, yeah. You did it. I'm going to stand out your, I'm going to stand outside of your house and stare in your window for 40 straight nights. I have a house in the valley. Come and find me, bitch. This is how cults start. Yes. <laughs> I was going to do that anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm just licking my lips, looking at that trash can. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I just know that there's half a sub Be- somewhere. Speaking of neuromancy, they they blended uh, Heaven's Gate blended the teachings of Christianity with New Age beliefs. They didn't really say which ones, because uh, New Age beliefs are uh, a plenty. Narcissism, millennialism. So, for those, for uh, to give a, a clear definition of what millennialism is, essentially like ideas that predict the end of the world. So, like, kind of like uh, shit, like revelation shit. So that talk, talks about the end of the world. That's like, that's what But they also blend science yeah. fiction into it. Well, of course, right? Because I can tell you one person that's not on that UFO following that comment: Jesus or Fox Mulder. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I mean, you don't know who's on that spaceship, to be fair. That's not Jesus. Well, I'll tell you what wasn't on it. The people that they were waiting for. Let's read on. <clears throat> All right. So, to <laughs> oh, oh, right. They knew. <laughs> so, together they traveled around the world. Uh, no, not around the, around the world. They traveled around the country giving talks at college campuses and conventions. After living in, uh, after a successful commission, they had an orc in the group retreated to the wilderness to purify themselves. Whatever the fuck that means. Apparently, they were camping out. Uh, shortly after after that, Nettles died. So Applewhite's tone and message turned grim after he planned a, a, a and he had planned on building a compound for the group to await the ship. Um, but instead, he bought a mansion in San Diego. All right. So for 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 <laughs> uh, some some subtext there, apparently they were out in the desert and they actually bent, built like. The mothership. They had actually put like sucking a bunch of money into building like the Earth ship that they were going to wait in for the mothership to come, and they they were apparently out there. So, and the way that I, I I interpret his reactions is that he was so distraught by Nettles dying that the only and he they had believed so much in their vision that he had kind of given up hope, and the only way he could have. In his mind, the only way he could, like, uh, 
totally commit was for the whole group to kill themselves. It was totally, like, this whole thing was totally avoidable. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> it's a cult. Yeah, no, but aside from that, like, you, like just looking at this like, purely as it is, it was totally avoidable. He did not have to, like, he did not have to persuade them to, to do this, but let's read on. So, uh, they, they went to San Diego. So in, in their house, they had, they loved watching the X-Files and Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> Read the signs, folks. <clears throat> I also love the X-Files. I don't like Star Trek. So, uh, you know, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, so, some Star yeah. Trek, I think, is all right. I think, I think Patrick Story did a nice job as Picard. Um, well, the ne- I mean, if it was the next generation, then I'll concede. Yeah. But other than that, they can go fuck themselves. And the movies, <laughs> the, the, the newer movies were entertaining-ish. The Picard series and Oh wait, the newer movies like the J.J. Yeah. Abrams ones. Yeah, I see. I like those ones because Star Trek fans hate those ones. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. So March twenty first, nineteen ninety seven, the group would end their lives by consuming a mixture of phenobarbital with applesauce or pudding, and they would also they would also combine phenobarbital with alcohol with uh, alcohol vodka. The police would later find the bodies after receiving a tip from an anonymous phone call. Yeah, that was this. This was also a Kool Aid type situation, right? Yeah, but it wasn't Kool Aid, and uh, Jones Tenkinson flavor aid. That was the that was the big thing. Yeah, it wasn't even Kool Aid. It wasn't even Kool Aid. Cheap oh, asshole. Yeah, cheap. <laughs> they went. Yeah, they cheap went with a cheaper alternative. What a cheap yeah, asshole! Fuck yeah. that guy. Flavor. He couldn't even give him regular Kool Aid. Yeah. They got the <laughs> yeah. yeah. They got the Walmart brand. Yeah. Yeah, they got the, oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> As opposed to the, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no fat guy busting through those walls. Yeah. Yeah, some depressed. Unfortunately. So the, uh, was like, yeah, so some depressed, sweaty dude busting through the wall yeah. of his mom's basement. What I think was funny <laughs> was that uh, apparently there were two followers who whose only job was to stay alive and maintain the website and collect the insurance, like the life insurance policies that, that the group had taken out. Damn, that's a killer job right there. I know, right? Wait, there was, a dude had that two job? Two people had that job. There were two followers who were charged with staying alive to keep the internet site going. This was this was 97. This was still AOL and fucking, the fucking Netscape Navigator and collect the, I, collect I the money from part. insurance policies. They left people alive to keep the internet running and collect on insurance. Fuck yeah, they did, buddy. Of, of like all the members or just. <laughs> I, I think oh. I, I, if I if I recall right, it was it was for the group. It was for like, like certain like for certain numbers of people. But either way, collect, collect I think they made a fucking fortune. Collecting on insurance, but for who? Like, I mean, the people who killed themselves. So the real. Like, like, were they wiring the money to the fucking mothership that was following the comet? <laughs> like, did they get within Wi-Fi? In complete transparency. My, my not, my not. Basis is not ends there. We gotta have. We could. There's gotta be good timing for this one. Yeah. We've got. We've got. We've got a two and a half day window for that Wi-Fi. Yeah. Range. All right. So, uh, so the use of Space the use of terror management theory. Space they, they, they got, they got, they got, oh. they got space 
Wait, is there, is there supposed to be a space ball too? All the space ball. <laughs> Wait, you know, seriously, isn't there supposed to be a space ball too? Uh, yeah, is there? Search for more money. Search for yes. <laughs> merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> That's right. Wait, wait, what is this? There apparently was a spaceball too in 1990. It was Martians go home? What am I looking at here? No, no, that no, can't no, be no, right. No, right. The search. It, they'll never be yeah. one. We all want it. But Mel Brooks is still alive, like right? I'm pretty yeah, sure. you know, he's, he's still uh, alive. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Nothing yet, but I've, I've heard, I've heard whispers that they're gonna make a space boss too. But, oh but man, after all this time, why? If if they ever did actually make a space boss two called the Search for More Money, <laughs> it would have to be called that. It would have would, to be. Called I would. That. Yeah, I would stop eating out of the garbage <laughs> for four hours. <laughs> But for a meal. <laughs> All right. So they, they use tier management theory because uh, this is something they use tier management theory. So Applewhite established the worldview that his bizarre teachings that Nettles, he and Nettles were other worldly representatives discussing the Bible and sent to finish the work of Jesus. Oh, God. How many, uh, how many fucking people have come saying that they came to finish the work of Jesus? I'm pretty sure his, I'm pretty <laughs> sure his work was done. Yeah, at, at the you know at the wood. Yeah, that's right. pretty final. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, uh, you know, Apple. So yeah. Apple White identified with Jesus. Yeah. And they made him drag that cross for how far? I know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Identify with Jesus, a celebrated messianic hero, to many. So it would have been easy for Christians to draw uh, to make the correlation with us. Uh, you know, they, with, with Jesus and that, that we're looking for something different with other movements that were occurring at the time. And they, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They offered... That's a, the best part of this is like Heaven's Gate, right? So like, did they just convince all these people that like aliens possibly have the concept of like heaven and hell? Uh, something like that. So they offered their would-be followers a chance to prepare for the next level to... Re- to, uh, to reached the next level of existence in heaven. It was only after Nettles died, like I said earlier, where Apple White's messages became more apocalyptic. And uh, so he was saying that the earth would be recycled. That his group were the only ones that were going to survive, like so many before him. So. But but we're going to leave two people behind to collect insurance money and keep the website going. Exactly. Like, how the fuck didn't that raise any flags? It's like, exactly. wait a second. Wait, wait a second. That's the- We're going up to the spaceship to get new bodies. See, Rob, the- Ron, that's a rough. But these two motherfuckers what? get to stay here and collect insurance money. Why does that matter? That website, that domain name was super yeah. important. So yeah, apparently, apparently, they had a very active like uh, internet page on AOL back in the day. Apparently, like, yeah. Wouldn't this wouldn't this be back from the the era when like domain names were like super expensive too? Yeah, even if yeah. so, even if you didn't have, um, you didn't really have anything at the site as long as you were having traffic you still get sent a check every month because of people visiting your site i guess that's what the insurance was for <laughs> so this was, it was all about keeping that, keeping that tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually you know what for shits and giggles the site might still be active let's find out oh no was it heavensgate.com heavens 
Does it still oh exist? my god, it's still there. It, it does. <laughs> <laughs> really? It still, is still there. Somebody's still footing the bill, dude. <laughs> oh, hold on. Where's the where's the uh, where's the Zoom chat? Oh, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Apple White, Apple White exists on in legend. I mean, it's only like. 30 years no, but look at this damn site right? though. Just look at it real quick. How fucking nice is this shit? This looks like the shit I did. It's so yeah, this wasn't updated at all. This looks like the, the <laughs> website not... I built, the Robotech website I built at Tech Adventure Camp when I was in fifth grade. How is it how is it still there? So somebody's gotta still look be at that fucking wallpaper though. That's amazing. Classic. That is so classic. Wait, 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 hold on. There isn't an actual address for this tila services right at the very bottom there's an actual address for this shit it's in phoenix arizona holy shit balls requests for materials can be emailed to rep at heavensgate.com oh my god that's amazing they just have to keep it active until the that fucking comic comes back around again when is it going to come back around again uh 2097 so oh yeah uh they got, they got time. The the, the website. Still, I think we're at seventy five years. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, eighty five years. Sorry. They just gotta, they just gotta keep that website going. So that's what those two were. They're gonna catch the second bus. Yeah, sure. So they're gonna I'm stay back, I'm, collect the money, and then hop on the next bus. So, I'm I'm really surprised that the website didn't get all fucked up from Y two K. You know, I cut of them too, yeah. and that's that's the uh, that's the scary part is that they've kept a website that like that in that format for as long as they have. Y two K didn't get it in ninety nine. Somebody somebody's still maintaining that. Ninety nine to get it. Twenty twelve to get it. What's next? What's the next major apocalypse we have on, on no, the schedule? The, yeah, the Mayans didn't get it. COVID didn't get it. I think we've uncovered the most grand conspiracy of them all. Who is still running Heaven's Gate? Yeah, but well, clearly it's AI. Oh my god, there's a statement by an ET presently incarnate. <laughs> oh god, oh god, cults. This is why I said we need new cults. Yeah, okay, so here's what they did to uh, here's the rules that they had. All right, so for a follower to join up, they had to surrender any possessions or money they had. Classic cult move. Um. He ordered the, the followers to shave their heads and dress androgynously. So that, that's basically how they got away with the um, the, the, the sweatsuits, the, the magic sweatsuits that, that like had the, song. and some of them had the patches that said the Heaven's Gate Away team. <laughs> and you yeah. can still get those, by the way. Uh, let's yeah. See. As, a, as a matter of fact, one of the dudes in my band had one on his leather jacket. <laughs> oh, of course he did. Heaven's Gate Away team patch. The- <laughs> I don't like the androgynous dressing part. Though. Well, that can mean so many things these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. Fuck your okay. By pants. the way, you can you can still get these patches. Uh. Uh. Well, you can get them on Etsy well, for five fifty, on eBay for. I don't know. I don't know. How, how did sweatpants become a thing again? Was it was it cults? Was it this cult? sweatpants? It yeah. People wear sweatpants all the time now. The younger generation is just nothing but sweatpants. It's weird. I don't know, because they're fucking lazy. I don't know. I think it is. You you could say that like lump me into that group. I wear jeans all the damn time. There's 
know. I, I mean, jeans are fine. Like anything, sweatpants are for wearing around your goddamn house or like I wear jeans for my goddamn house. I wear jeans at the gym too. So much of an asshole. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, what is, what is up with like sweatpants? I don't in public, know. You know. I don't know. It blows my fucking mind. I don't wear sweatpants it's at all. Weird. It's weird. It's like sweatpants. All right. Burn my ass in denim. Shit. Well, you all think your Plaxico Burris going to shoot yourself in the leg? No. You guys don't remember. <laughs> no, that, do I do. Yeah, <laughs> walking into the nightclub. Yeah, with the with the fucking oh, yeah. Glock and sweatpants. Yep. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I gotta think of it. Think of like, the like seriously, who puts a fucking handgun in their fucking sweatpants? Black skull burrs. <laughs> Black skull burrs does. That's Jesus who. Christ. Uh, let's see. And then shoots himself in the leg. Shocking. <laughs> and he <laughs> put fucking. Hanging in his sweatpants and went to the club and shot himself in the leg. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, so the the, the Gee, dressing androgynous scene didn't see that coming. No, I didn't. The dressing androgynous scene chipping heads was essential. It was the established sense of cohesion among the followers. Um, so they they were to abstain from uh, alcohol, tobacco, drugs, and sex. And uh, he kept Apple kept a, a like a. Washed the uh, finance with an iron grip, and then let's see, he would have established a kind of patriarchal father like system of order. And with the father, if the father wanted something, they had to ask Apple White first. Basically, he was trying to be like Big Daddy. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like, uh, from what I recall, they also had to like, if they wanted to make a phone call. They also walked around with some like unusual amount of change in their like like uh it was like five dollars and twenty five cents or thirty five cents that they they walked around with. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It, it was something like that's that. It, it was yeah. It was their it was their bus fare to the hell? Yeah, it's just oh, free. God. Come on, no. <laughs> it's just not free. It's like get in your bunk beds. Make sure you got your bus fare on you. All right. So here's the pretty much here's the the crop. The, the bus ships coming in. That's what this is. It was a bus stop. So I yeah. I think so. This is one of the early. No, it's not. But ask ass or grass, baby. Yeah, you're not going up there. Right. Goddamn right. <laughs> this ain't this shit. Ain't free. We ain't taking you to heaven for free. You gotta have fucking cab fare. So I. I that's that's why the I, that's why those two people got left behind to collect all the insurance. We're suckers, man. They didn't have fucking bus fare. <laughs> oh broke. yeah, I'm broke, motherfucker. I ain't got no bus fare. But I'll collect on your insurance. <laughs> we got to start wrapping it up soon, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know, there's so much more to talk about. But... Yeah, we got oh. through, we got through two. I've got nine. That's yeah. That's yeah. We'll do part. We'll do part. We're gonna do part two. Oh boy, this is yeah, yeah. this is the first the first we'll multiple part parter. Two. I like it. I love uh, talking about cults, yeah. man. This is like one of my favorite <laughs> subjects. Yeah. Cool. Let's. They're so weird. Yeah. Let's stop with Heaven's Gate then, and then we'll. Yeah. I definitely want to get to Jonestown too. Oh yeah. Jo- yeah, and I and and I didn't even get to trash Scientology really. Yeah. Yet. Well, sadly, man, Scientology is not one of the ones I covered, but uh, you know, we can, uh, you know, yeah. if if you really want me to, tech- I can do I can do the study. Uh, I, 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 Technically, I, I, I it's a really so. Uh, so I actually did a, a more in depth report for um, Amshamrikia, which is the the Japanese one. That that bombed the Tokyo subway system. Oh, so yeah. actually, 
Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's actually a really good one. Um, so yeah, yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do part but, two. Yeah, yeah. Of so yeah, we'll sure. we'll do it we'll do part two for sure because that one is worth and we may- talking about it because they they this motherfucker pioneered selling bath water online, his own bath water. So we'll get into that yeah. next time. There may even be room for a part three of this. I'm just gonna. I'm just All right, so I have nine now. groups. We covered two. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 This might be an ongoing series. To be, yeah, because yeah. like we've already trashed all the holidays. You can only trash. How much can you more can you trash the holidays? Yeah, I mean we could trash Valentine's Day every year. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that, that's fine. I mean, Ron, the Trump bear shit. That's that's still fucking. I, I still tell people Trump. about. I still people. <laughs> I still tell people about Trump bear and it still gets laughs. So that that's that that's a hallmark. Oh yeah, that's a hallmark of of the fucking <laughs> Trumpy bear. Hell yeah. Toffee bear and Palmer chocolate are, are ongoing jokes. I can't believe that's a real yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, but I also can. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, in addition to terrible cryptid erotica, that's, well, we'll just, we'll close with, actually, I think I went through everything that Torque Squatch. We'll close with Torque Squatch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. <laughs> So, um, I guess, you know, let's just call it there. Um, All right. As always, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, it. next time we'll revisit Amshamrikyo, Jonestown, and what's, what's one that comes to your mind? Because I've got, so I've got Jones. Don't forget Scientology. I don't have Scientology, but I do have French Davidians, which we <laughs> talked about in, at the Easter episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Also, uh, the family. I have the family. family? The Manson family? No, no, no. Not the Manson family. The family. Uh, So there's this weird... This is also one kind of like Scientology that probably isn't classified as a cult, but it's a fucking cult. Um, Also, a documentary on YouTube about it. Uh, It is like this weird religious thing that surrounds like the presidency in this country and the White House. Um, there was this dude and I can't think of his name, but he was one of the guys that was really prevalent in the white house. Like there's like pictures of presidents, like in like the oval office and in, you know, offices in the white house over the years where it's like Henry Kissinger and this dude that are like in constantly in all the president's ears. And, And he was like the head of this religious family that was literally called the family and they were like kind of indoctrinating politicians religiously from like their teens. Oh boy. It's yeah. Check it. Watch the documentary on, on YouTube, man. It's kind of fucked up. Like and it is for sure. Yeah. Culty. I'll check it out. Well, yeah, the family, <laughs> yeah. It's, cool. it's kind of an overused term because you have the, the Gambino crime family. You have, yeah, but this you is, have the Manson family. They and, called themselves the family. And you also had the family who Hunter Moore, uh, so Hunter Moore had with his fucking um, website is anybodyup.com. So that's, it's kind of vague. You should check, yeah, but I mean, that's just what they called themselves. Okay, the family. Well, I'll, I'll look into um, it. But we also look it up on YouTube and then, and then maybe if you like watch a little bit on YouTube, you can find some oh, other info that'll I'm, take you. I'm sure I could, but we also have the, the Order of the Slower Templar, which is fucking, which is, fucking fantastic so we'll go we'll hit that one too cool sweet and and all right guys um yeah so oh no we we, we, 
Get rid of your Thetans, guys. Get rid of your Thetans. The Rielians, they're, they're fun. Oh, that's fucking funny. No, no, we'll, we'll do that one too. Um, so yeah, we're probably gonna be looking at a three-part series for this shit. Yep. It's gonna it's gonna cost you a little bit more than bus fare, though. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Probably somewhere in the range of your life savings. Yeah. But but somewhere you there. won't have any Thetans. That's right. It's important. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this will be good. All right, so first, all right. first, uh, first in a series of three. So, all right, guys, cool. always, as always, thank you so much for your time. I really, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you oh, guys yeah. and talk, yeah. talk shit about this stupid crap that goes on in the world. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, um, yeah, thank you for, for hosting, and I will plan on seeing you guys shortly. Sounds good, man. Take care. Later. All right, yeah. Thanks for hanging for another week. Be sure to check out Punk Box Rocks. Dot com that's bunkbox rox.com and merchslut.com for your, all your punk rock merch needs be sure to check us out on all social media outlets at our brains hurt and our brains hurt.com follow me on twitter at the, the caffeine punk and follow matt at matt alive 13 have a good week and we will talk to you next week adios how do i do this shit i can still hear you uh so what what do i have to press close